Brian Smith here, and welcome to the Dream Path Podcast, where I try to get inside the heads of talented creatives from all over the world. My goal is to demystify and humanize the creative process and make it accessible to everyone. Now let's jump in. Hey folks, Brian here, checking in after a pretty special milestone. We have reached 100 episodes. That's right, our Moose Cat recording studio interview was our 100th episode. So I wanted to reflect a little bit and thank some people. This podcast started two years ago, and I could not have done it without a few people I want to acknowledge. Number one, my wife, Trisha. I could not have done this without her support. She encouraged me to follow my dream and to start this podcast. Number two, Brent Morgan. Brent is a friend of mine who I connected with after many years of being apart and not seeing him in September of 2018. And I stayed at his house in Santa Monica for a couple of days and had a fantastic reunion with him. And during that time, brought up the possibility of starting a podcast. And he was 100% behind me. He was so encouraging. And after I started the podcast, in the spring of 2019, he became my first super fan. He uh, listened to every episode. He would send me text messages praising me for the interviews. And I was just blown away by the support of this one friend, uh, my best friend from high school. And rest in peace, Brent. Um, Brent passed that spring. And so I owe a lot to my friend Brent, and I just wanted to acknowledge him. The third person I wanted to thank is. Tanin Jahanbani. Tanin is a friend from college, not my college days, my daughter's college days. My oldest daughter, Whitney, was roommates with Tanin. And ever since that time, I have been friends with her on social media. And she is one of the folks that I started talking to about starting a podcast in the fall of 2018. So, along with Brent, along with my wife, Tanin was instrumental and encouraging me to start this podcast, and actually helped me with the name of the podcast as well. So there are a lot more people to acknowledge and thank, but those are the core folks that I wanted to talk about on the solo cast today. The fourth person and final person that I'll mention is Jason Moore. He is my editor, he is my friend, he is my producer, and he has really helped pull this operation together, make it professional, make it one of the best sounding podcasts out there. And I could not have done it without him. So thank you, Jason. Thank you, Brent. Thank you, Tanin. Thank you, Trisha. So I want to take you through, for folks who have not been here since the beginning, I want to take you through a little bit of history of how this got started. I shared with you some of the conversations I had with my wife, with Brent, with Tanin, but really the event that was the impetus behind starting this podcast was Sundance 2019. So the Sundance Film Festival 2019, I was there with my wife and I was posting about it on social media. And that's when Tanin told me in a message that her friend, Rika Zetabchi, was showing a film in Park City. And the film had actually been nominated for an Academy Award that year. It was called Period, End of Sentence. It was a documentary short. And sure enough, she was not only nominated, but she won the Academy Award. And through that connection with Tanin, 
I was able to interview Rika as one of my very first guests on the show. In fact, she was guest number two. My first guest was painter Hibba Jamil. So I went from Hibba Jamil, which was a fantastic interview and turned out to be still to this day, one of my most downloaded interviews of all time, to Rika Zetabshi who is an Oscar-winning filmmaker, and I don't know that I could have had a better start to a podcast about the arts and about the artistic journeys of creatives. And so that's how it started. And after that point, it just seemed to snowball. And every interview that I did was kind of a fluid process where I would make connections with other people. For instance, when I interviewed Roger Fisher from Heart and his brother, Michael Fisher, they introduced me to a screenwriter named Bettina Gillawa. And that screenwriter introduced me to other people. And it's through this process of just connecting with people on a very real human level and long form conversations where you establish a rapport with folks, you gain their trust, and you actually have a meaningful connection, a relationship that starts at that point. And based upon that rapport and trust, I'm able to connect with folks that are connected to my guests through work and friends, and that's how it's gone. I don't know that there's a magic formula to finding interesting folks to talk to on the podcast. I think what you have to do is be curious, keep your ear to the ground for opportunities, and really seek out what you care about. Really seek out the material that you care about. If you see a movie that you love, and this is how I look at films these days, I look at the IMDb for the film and for the director and for the actors, and I start looking at their background. And then somehow through that vision board way, I end up connecting with guests. It's just been an amazing journey that's really hard to capture in words how special it is. I am still so excited every day to have this podcast to look forward to. And to have this forum to talk to creatives who have made that leap into the arts as their full-time gig, it is so inspiring as a creative myself, as a musician, as a writer, someone who aspires to do what they do, to be able through osmosis to be around that, to hear about their journey, and to share that with my listeners is really special. I would be remiss if I did not mention you, the listener when talking about this 100-episode milestone, because I could not, of course, have made it this far without you. Without you listening, engaging with me on social media, following me. And why is that important? Why is it important that I know that people are out there who are listening? Because it gives me inspiration. It gives me fuel to know that I'm not alone in this that other people are getting value out of the hard work that Jason and I are doing. That's why it's important. So thank you for following. Thank you for sharing the posts on social media. Thank you for telling your friends about it. Thank you for subscribing. And I'm really looking forward to the rest of 2021, which has already unfolded in an incredible way for me. I just found out that I am going to be covering the South by Southwest comedy, music, and film festival in March as a member of the press. And this is the first time I've had this honor and this opportunity. I will be hopefully talking to some comics for the first time. Looking forward to that. I've never interviewed a comedian 
I've interviewed funny people, but never anyone who does comedy for a living. So I'm looking forward to hopefully connecting with some comics down there. I already have one interview set up with a filmmaker who has a film, a South by Southwest. I'm not going to mention the name because I don't want to jinx it. There's another really special guest that I have booked for May. And I'm not going to mention her name either, but it is probably the most exciting opportunity I have had in this two plus year journey that I've been on. And I am so grateful for all of the connections that I've made, all of these conversations that I've had that have impacted me deeply. When someone shares their story with me, shares their journey, I think of it as a gift. They are taking their time to sit down with me and everybody's busy. Everybody's got a lot going on, but they're not just giving me their time. They're giving me a piece of them that hopefully no one else has heard before. It's a piece of their story. And your story is important. It is private. It is something that you don't share with just anyone off the street. You have to have the trust of someone that you're talking to to really open up and share the good, the bad, and the ugly of your journey. So that's why I am so honored to have talked to so many guests over the last couple of years who have shared those stories and those vulnerable moments of their successes, but also their failures. And I think we all learn from that and appreciate that type of honesty. So I don't know what the future holds after the next couple of months. I'm really not thinking that far ahead. I uh, am trying to stay in the moment. That's what I've done from the beginning, which is just focus on the now. What is happening now? I want to talk to this person or that musician or this filmmaker or this painter. How do I make that happen? And that's part of the fun, the logistics of that, the problem solving. It's a puzzle in a way. And if I find myself thinking too far ahead, it just isn't any fun anymore. So I'm trying to stay in the moment. And I honestly don't know what is in store for Dream Path Podcast. I don't know what's in store for me. I don't think anybody knows what's in store for themselves. Generally, we have to live every day in the moment, or at least try, because we may not have a tomorrow. I know that firsthand because I've lost family members who have said to themselves that they were going to one day do something that was for them, that was personally fulfilling for them, and they never made it to that day. I have friends who have lost parents who retired in their 70s thinking, okay, now is the time that they're actually going to start this business or take that trip to Europe or learn to play an instrument or write that novel. But within months of retiring, they got sick and they passed away. And my dad passed away when he was 56 years old and his brothers passed away when they were in their 50s. So I am very acutely aware of mortality, of everyone's mortality, but especially my own. That is one of the data points driving what I do every day, which is, all right, what's happening today? What can I do today to be a responsible dad, be a responsible attorney to my clients, but also be responsible to myself to practice what they call self-care? Seems like a cliche to say that these days, but it's so true. How do you focus on yourself so that you're not neglecting your own needs and goals and dreams. And that takes me back to the title of this podcast, Dream Path. I am hoping that through every interview 
that you hear, you are finding inspiration to follow your own dream path. So thank you for listening and stay tuned for more interviews. We'll talk to you on episode 102 when we hear from artist and illustrator Nikki Pilkington. Hey, thank you for listening, and I hope you enjoyed today's episode. If so, I have a favor to ask. Can you go to wherever you listen to podcasts and leave me a review? Your feedback is what keeps this podcast going. You can also check us out on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook with the handle at DreamPathPod. And as always, go find your dream path. <laughs>